joy, peace, tranquility, vibrancy, and wellness. Isn't this what you want instead of constant stress? That's what host Rochelle Lawson is going to help you with on Blissful Living. There are many ways to reduce stress, some you may not even know about. Doesn't a little peace and tranquility sound like just what you've been looking for? Relax for a few minutes with Rochelle. She's the queen of feeling fabulous. Hello, and welcome to Blissful Living. If you are tired and frustrated with the lack of results in your fitness program, if you would love to achieve your ideal body but lack discipline, motivation, or willpower necessary to be consistent, then you're in for a treat today. I am Rochelle Lawson, and I am your host. And our guest today has exercised every day for over five years. Check this out. He dropped 40 pounds, zapped three inches of fat off his waist. Again, listen to that one. Zapped the fat off the waist lowered his cholesterol levels, reduced his triglycerides um, 171 points to back to optimal levels, all without drugs or surgery. More importantly, he has maintained his success. So welcome to the show, Don Staley. And Don, how are you feeling today? I am feeling wonderful. Thanks, Rochelle, for having me. It's uh, truly an honor and a pleasure to be here today. So excited to share some great ideas with your listening audience. Well, thank you. We we are so glad to have you. And I know the audience um, is going to be just getting a ton of information and just listening to you talk is going to be really inspirational to a lot of people because people struggle to... Uh, maintain their exercise programs, it, it's very difficult with all the stuff that we see on television that offer the fast, quick solutions without much work, and people buy into that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, you know, those things, as we know, are not the cure-all. They don't really work. You don't have lasting or sustaining results. So let's jump into how you came about to be a person that has exercised for over five years in a row every day. And I know, because I've been with you at events and stuff, and I know you've done this. So share with us, please. Absolutely. One of the things, in, in fact, you said all those, you know, those great things, and actually going to be six years coming up. And I, and, but it wasn't always that way. I didn't always exercise. In fact, I struggled with it. Uh, I struggled with exercise consistency for over 20 years. And I ate, uh, you know, I ate bad foods, I ate junk food, I ate fast food. And I was never obese, but I was definitely unfit, and I had gained a lot of weight after I got married and had a kid or so. So kind of caught caught in that trap that most people get caught in. And I couldn't get myself to exercise on a regular basis or, or with any kind of consistency at all, you know. And it's funny because I really thought that I wanted to do it. I wanted to be fit. I wanted to be healthy. I wanted to be attractive and all those things that I think most everyone wants. Right. But yet I couldn't get myself to do it. And it was like this internal tennis match that was going on. I was like, it's kind of like I felt like I was banging my head up against the wall. And I was frustrated. I was irritated. Uh, at times I was depressed. I felt like throwing in a towel. And believe me, I threw it in probably a hundred times. But then I, I kept at it, though. I wanted, I really, my desire was really strong. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to figure this out eventually. And I remember um, uh, one day in particular, 
um, I was out on a jog, and mm-hmm. the, the thought the, the thought popped in my head. You know, I wonder how long I'm going to make it this time. And I had accumulated about a month or two of of, of consistency. Right. And at that time, and at that time, my definition of consistency was about two to three to four times a week. So at that time, I had accumulated about a month or so. And the thought popped in my head, you know, how long are you going to make it this time? And it wasn't like how far was I going to jog that day. So let me ask you, did you, okay, I I just want to go back just a little bit because you know how you were saying that you you wanted to be healthy and you exercised and you kind of teeter-tottered with it, but you just Mm -hmm. couldn't, you didn't have um, the consistency. There was something that was keeping you like most people, I mean, a lot of people can relate to that. And that's why I kind of want to go back to that, because I'm thinking a lot of people can relate to this. You know, they try mm-hmm. a program, they start, they, you know, and it's particularly popular, you know, after uh, New Year's is when <laughs> I see an increase of individuals at the gym. But by March, you know, that number has decreased back to, you know, the scatter few that are just the diehards that, you know, are there working out all the time. So, right. Did you, did you, as you were on this jog, did you, um, you know, you had the consistency of you have been doing it for a few days now, and it does start to feel good. I mean, it, I must admit, mm-hmm. it is this um, nice, natural little rush of endorphins you get. Did you kind of begin as like setting it up as a competition within yourself? Is okay, let me see how many days I can go, or tell us you know, about it. For that particular incident, I didn't. I don't know how. How this was years and years ago, so I don't mm-hmm. remember exactly what happened. What I remember from that incident was that I had accumulated about a month of consistency, and I had now. And everyone can experience this because we've all had successes. You know, we all have our period of successes. But one thing I didn't, what I didn't know at the time, is that we're all in comfort zones too. And once we're in the comfort zone. Once you try to step out of it, and when, for me at that time, going for a month or more was, was definitely stepping out of my comfort zone, your brain kicks up co- uh, some chemicals in your, in your body from the uh, part of the amygdala, which is responsible for the emotional part of the, of the, of the brain and the body, and it sends these chemicals through your body with, so you feel, you'll feel actual feelings of doubt, fear, and anxiety. Basically, the brain's trying to get you back to safety, to right. homeostasis. And I didn't know that at the time. So when I would go out on this particular jog, the thought popped in my head, you know, I wonder how long you're going to make it this time. I didn't know, you know, it wasn't about how far I was going to go. It was like how long before I fail. And that was the thing. It's like I knew that failure was imminent because it had happened so many times before. And I think most people can relate to that. They'll go for a while because everyone has successes. But then how do you maintain that long-term sustainability, that long-term success? And that's what I'm all about, is about long-term success. Oh, my goodness. So, that, 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 that's fabulous. I want you guys to really listen to what Don's saying, because I know when he, the statement he just mentioned um, touched my heart. And I'm a person that exercises regularly at least three times a week. I'm not to Don's level, but, you know, I do <laughs> consistently. I've been doing three times a week for about 15 years. So, I, I can totally relate to that, but that's that one statement that he just said just touched my heart, so I know that it's touched it's got to have touched the listener's heart. Go on, Don, we want to hear more. So one one of the things that um you know, in that thought that day, I'm like, okay, you know, if I ever figure this out, and basically it wasn't really when, it was kind of because there's points where you reach like this desperation, like, okay, if I ever figure this out, you know, and I had re- I had reached that point, I don't know how many times. Too many to count, but really that is what really spurred me on to to finally achieve it. But anyway, 
So I was like, if I ever figure this out, I'm going to write a book. And that was kind of always in the back of my mind, you know, so cause it was kind of like, okay, it wouldn't be just for me. If I figure this out, I'll be able to share with other people. Right. So event, obviously, obviously I'm here speaking today. So I did figure it out and how it happened. Uh, it actually happened accidentally. I was in the real estate business at the time and I wanted to uh, take my business to the next level. So I knew if I could stand on the shoulder of giants, someone who had been there before, someone who was an expert, um, who, who, who was doing what I wanted to do. Right. So I, I made an investment. I hired a, a coach and I went out, I flew out to uh, San Diego, California. I live in Michigan. So just buying the airline ticket was an investment, but I really made an investment because I knew the best investment you can ever make is in an, an investment in yourself. Exactly. I mean, who knows I, what the, what, yeah. I want to repeat the stock that market's... one more time, you guys. Um, the best investment you make is in yourself. And if you're not willing to invest in yourself, then why would you invest in anything outside of yourself? Go on, Don. I'm- <laughs> exactly. Because, you know, you, and I, I'm sorry if I'm, I'm going so fast because I'm no, so excited I'm so, about this I and I love sharing this. I can feel your passion and, and <laughs> your enthusiasm. And it's just, I know you're just like, have this volcano of information that you want to spew. And it's so relative to what is going on in our society. I mean, we have the highest obesity rate that we've ever had in the United States. And it just doesn't make sense. And so this is really important information that people need to to utilize. But not only that, it has other benefits that we'll talk about later when when you exercise. It has other benefits that enhance your your way of living. But go on, Don. We want to hear more. Yeah, I'm going to share some stories on that too. So anyway, so uh, the best investment you can make is in yourself. And so, uh, you know, you have no idea what the real estate market is going to do with Wall Street, but you know you can control you and you can invest in yourself. You can get uh, the biggest re- uh, return on your investment. As a matter of fact, every quantum leap, if I look back on my life, and I'm sure this is true in your case and probably many of the listeners, every time I've made a quantum leap in my life, it was just after I made an investment that made me feel uncomfortable. Right. So... So I made this investment. I went out there. I came back, and I started applying all these ideas. And I had, before this, I had read a lot of books. I had been to a lot of programs, a lot of seminars, and I compiled a lot of information. But I had still a couple pieces to the puzzle missing. Well, I went out there. I came back, and I put this together, and I started applying it. And here's the first tip today I want to share with the listeners is is I started writing affirmations. Now, what I, I want to preface this, that I had, I had done affirmations before, but they didn't work. Okay, Don. Because I wasn't. Let me, let me, I want you to break that down or explain to our listeners. Now, I know what an affirmation is, and, and I utilize them um, all the time. They've had profound impact upon my life. But for those that this might be the first time that them hearing what is an affirmation, can you explain that um, to the yeah, listeners, please? A- absolutely. The real quick version because we have a lot of information to cover here but the first the quick information is basically i was writing down for my example was i wrote down what my goal was in a positive sense and i outlined actually six steps that you need to take to write the proper affirmation we don't have time to go into all that now but basically my affirmation was i exercise every day i weigh uh, less than 190 pounds. I have a 32 inch weight, rock hard, six pack abs. I exercise, you know, I eat healthy foods and drink plenty of water. That was basically it. And I wrote it down, and there was a few more things, but I wrote that down every single day. And on like day 30 or day 40, I'm writing this down. The thought popped in my head as I'm writing down, I exercise every day. The thought popped in my head, why don't you go do it? And so I paused, I stopped for a second. 
And then the next thought that instantly popped in my head said, just do 10 minutes. And I thought to myself, well, <laughs> I can do 10 minutes. So on that day, which happened to be November 14th, 2006, uh-huh. I sat down my pen after I finished my affirmation. I walked downstairs, I hopped on the treadmill, and I did 10 minutes. That was day one. That was November 14th, 2006, and I have not missed a single day since that day. Okay, now, so, in- yeah, so, so ever, again, I just want to reemphasize and reiterate, because these are really important things that, um, you know, people may be listening to, but not really paying attention to what you're saying. When you start in an exercise program, you do not have to go out and do two hours or an hour and a half or even an hour. If you guys have just heard, Don started out with the consistency of just hearing, listening to his inner voice and and doing 10 minutes. So that gave him the motivation because it's like, true, it's just 10 minutes. Who can't do 10 minutes? Who can't take 10 minutes out of their life to do something that is going to sustain them in the long run. Right, Don? Right, right. And that's how I started. I just started with 10 minutes. And what I didn't even realize, uh, it took me probably a couple months, even though I knew the strategies and techniques that I was doing, it took me, you know, sometimes I'm slow, but I'm dedicated, right? Uh (laughs) But I'll figure it out eventually. But about two months later, I realized what had happened. And what had happened was I reprogrammed my subconscious mind to believe that I exercise every day. So my subconscious mind on that day talked me into starting my program because I exercise every day according to what I was programmed. Right. See, we're all walking around. We're all walking around on autopilot. It just depends on what coordinates that you have programmed into your subconscious mind. And so what I did was I just simply reprogrammed. Like the internal GPS. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it's very powerful. I mean, think about all the habits that we have. You know, every day we get up and we do, you know, a hundred different things. We don't even think about it. You know, we take a shower, we put on our clothes, our pants, you know, our shoes. We all we do all these things. We don't even think about it. Right. That's very true. Very, very true. So, you know, and what I, I finally, what I did was I came, and so I realized, okay, I did this. And so what I did was I put all these pieces together and basically came up with what I, it's, I call it a formula. It's really a recipe on how to maintain your success. Right. And and it's it's so simple. I mean, anyone can follow it. Uh, and this res in this recipe or this formula, it's revolutionized my life. Like you mentioned, it's it goes beyond just health and fitness. Because what I did was I used the same exact ideas to write the book Fit Mind Fit Body, which is a you know an eighty five thousand word book. Right. You know, three hundred forty four pages. I never I never read I never wrote a book before in my life. In fact, I I was in the one third of the class. I always joke about this. I was in the one third of the class that made the top two thirds of the class possible. Wow! <laughs> and I, I I barely I barely passed English class, but you know, so who was who was I to write a book? But I used the same strategies to condition my mind to believe that I could write the book. And believe me, I wrote the book, and it took me a while, but I did it every single day for about a year. Right. But I was I I only was able to do that because I put in new coordinates into my belief system, and then I wrote four books in a year. You know, in the next year after that. So I mean, I wrote five books in a year and a half. So, and this is so, I, like I said, I barely passed English class. Right. So with regards to um, let's get back to to the exercise part because that that is really and then we and then we can get into you know I I really want to um also talk about fit mind fit body your book, but. 
you you know you when you went through your process of you know you did your affirmations and then you discovered the recipe for success you know to utilize in exercising every day and resetting the coordinates in your inner GPS so to speak as I mm-hmm. as I mentioned earlier what was one of the key ingredients um that you noticed that consistently came up that most people don't even recognize that might be preventing them from, you know, having a good good diet or exercise program. Well, I, what it is, it's in my opinion, it's 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 basically, uh, and that's one of the things that we were talking about. You know, uh, I have a talk that's called, you know, why ninety five percent of all diet and exercise programs fail. And I was on a, a TV show not long ago, and she asked me that same question, you know, why do they fail? And, and they fail because most people approach it backwards. They approach it by going after diet and exercise when really and, – and I did it for 20 years. So, right. I mean, I'm speaking from experience. So I did the same thing for 20 years until I finally figured out the right way or uh, uh, the correct way. At least, I mean, it's one correct way. I mean, my, I, have a, I have a way, and it, it'll get you to the other side, and there's probably hundreds of other ways. And not necessarily is anyone better than the other. It's just right. it's, it's just one way of getting there. But anyway, uh, based on my experience, this was the correct way to get there, and that was to go deeper than just diet and exercise, and that was to harness the power of the subconscious mind. We are amazing beings. We are amazing creatures, and we are powerful beyond what we believe. Right. And it's it's we've been conditioned to believe otherwise, but we are magnificent, and we have more power than we – and we've all heard that we're only using a small portion of our brain, and that's absolutely true. Right. And what, why most people fail – is because they set these goals in the conscious mind, which only controls about 5% of our behavior, where if you take that same goal and you embedded it into the subconscious mind, which is kind of like what the GPS program you're talking about, uh-huh. <laughs> then you would have 95% of your your uh, uh, your your subconscious mind controls 95% of your right. behavior. So then you'd have 95% of your behavior being controlled by a program that's in your subconscious mind. So, so let me ask you, taking, do you... Do you have a tip that someone could utilize um, of taking it from, and and this is getting off topic just a little bit, but from taking the thought or uh, ideal that they want to do from the conscious mind to the subconscious mind with regards to their exercise, do you have a, a tip that, or is it a process that you utilize? Is it a complete? Yeah, I mean, there's. They're they're really um, how much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, like I have a six month coaching program. I have a three month coaching program. I written oh, five right. books. I mean, I have a lot of information. I, okay. And I'm gonna and we're gonna cram as much as we can. And I'm and I'm not trying to elude the tip. I'm gonna give one tip, but I know we're on a limited time here. Right. One of the things that you could do is what I mentioned earlier is you can write down an affirmation. And and write it. There's, there's there's six things that I outline, and I'll give you a couple of them. One, it has to be in a positive tense. Yes. Like for instance, mine was I exercise every day. Right. Not I'm going to exercise every day, or maybe or I'll I exercise will. or whatever. Yeah, it needs to be present tense. It needs in the present tense. It needs to be stated in the positive tense. True. And and obviously you know you need to have to write it down. But those are the, and you need to do it every day. Right. Um. And the brain works and. Thoughts happen, you know, if you if you do something repetitiously over and over and over again, you can impress that thought from the conscious to the subconscious mind. And it does become so, automatic. I, I can attest to that, you know, as a person yeah. that utilized affirmations, um, it does it does become automatic. It it's it's just the most amazing thing to realize and 
when it happens, you know, and you recognize it, this happened because of an affirmation that you've been using or you said that that you've written. Um, it's just amazing. And it does have profound effects on, on your life and, and what you're trying to do and what your, you know, what your goals might be. So I think it, it's good, you guys, to take the advice of Dawn and, and maybe start with an affirmation. Keep it in the present tense. Keep it positive. Um and you have to say it every day. You need to write it down so you do get it embedded into you and go from there. You know, start with 10 minutes and, and kind of follow what Don was saying. Now, Don, you um you have um, some information with regards to um, four critical keys to success. And I know this it might be mentioned in your book. Um, can you can you talk about that a little bit for us? I would love to talk about that. In fact, Rochelle, as a matter of fact, the listeners, if they want to follow along, they can go to my website and get a free handout, and they can kind of fill in the blanks as we go through this. And it's uh, the website's my name, Don Staley, at huh? donstaley.com forward slash handout. Spell, um, spell, you know, spell it for them real quick. because Yeah, I'll spell it slowly. So that it's uh, donstaley.com forward slash handout, and the spelling is D-O-N-S-T-A. L-E-Y dot com, and then the forward slash mark, and then the word handout, H-A-N-D-O-U-T. So www.donstaley.com forward slash handout. And then you can follow along and you can fill in because I've got a uh, – it makes it kind of easy when you're going through this. You can write right. down. There's a few fill in the blanks. But the four critical keys – and and we, we talked about, you know, why 95% of all diet and exercise programs fails because we're not really utilizing the power of the subconscious mind. And the, the second major, major point that I like to talk about are the four critical keys to fitness success. And if you don't have all four of these, you're doomed to failure. And that's what, exactly what I did for tw- over 20 years. I was only using or incorporating two of the four. And it's kind of like a, a four-legged chair. If you're sitting on a chair and you knock out one of the legs, the chair is going to go down. Right, okay. And well, I remember... Everybody, this is something that you probably, if you're if you're driving while listening to this, you might want to pull over. Um, If you're in a spot where you um, are sitting in somewhere with a piece of paper and a pen or a pencil, because you might want to write these down. I I think this is some really important information that Don is going to disseminate upon us right now. So I just don't want you to miss these these keys. Okay, sorry, Don, go ahead. No, no, it is really important. Yeah. And uh, the four, the four major critical keys. In fact, we are everyone pretty much knows two of them already, and that's diet and exercise. I mean, we've all heard, you know, you need to eat right, you need to exercise, you know, you need to have the right nutrition or whatever, and we all know that. But the question is, why don't most people do it? Sixty-eight percent of the population is overweight. Thirty-three percent of the population is obese, depending on what statistics you look at. Right. I mean, it's a huge problem, and there's a pun there. I mean, it's it is a big problem, and the, the <laughs> challenge is we're passing it on to our kids, right. which is unfortunate because they really don't have a lot of uh, say in I the think matter. So exactly. So why not do? I mean, that's that's you know these statistics are based on the way people have been doing it for years. Why not do something different? Why not do something that works and harness the power, our amazing power of our mind? And by the way, I wanted to throw this in there. I didn't really get to mention it at first. You know, I'm not super, I'm not a superhero. I'm not wearing a cape. I'm not able to leap tall buildings with a single bound. <laughs> you know, I'm not faster than a locomotive. I'm just like everyone listening. I yeah. struggled with this for 20 years until I figured it out, until I finally got the formula or the recipe. And anybody can do this. If I can do this, 
Anybody can do this. Right. Okay, so let's get started. And wait, and so, I can attest to that. I can vouch. He he is not a superhero. I know him. He's not. <laughs> He's just a normal, average, everyday American husband and dad, like so many people. And and so listen to his information because it pertains to everyone and, and anybody listening can take something from what he's saying and incorporate it incorporate it into their lives immediately and it's going to help you just a little bit more. Go ahead, Don. Exactly. So we, we talked about my uh, we talked about exercise and diet. The major major piece, the, the the one of the most critical keys in my opinion is the mindset piece. And what this is is, you know, harnessing the power of your subconscious mind. We kinda of talked about that a little bit. Right. To use that power to get yourself to do uh, what you want to do. And I know a lot of people will, uh, you know, they'll go for a while and they'll stop. You know, it's kind of like the yo-yo and the roller coaster, whatever you want to call it. Right. On again, off again. The stop why not get diet, it so that it's, it's yeah, why everything not? diet, yeah, gotcha. Mm-hmm. So once you get the right mindset, everything else is going to take care of itself. The diet and exercise will fall into place. I mean, I used to hate vegetables, but now once I now I reprogram my mind. You know, I eat vegetables, you know, every day. So did times you discover, was there a reason why you didn't like vegetables? Did you discover what that reason was and you were able to change that belief? Or or what, how did you, or did you just use affirmations? How did you go from not liking them? Or did you just not like them because you thought they might taste a certain way and then when you actually tasted them in their freshest possible state, you discovered they actually taste really good? How did you, how did you flip that? Well, that's a that's a it's a whole nother story right there. But real oh. quickly, uh, no, no, no. We can we can go down. We can go wherever you want to go, girl. I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm right. We're, this is your boat, and I'm just riding. Okay, I'm the captain of the ship. Yay! You're the but captain. I, I'm sorry, but it's just you're just taking no, no. So many. You know, I know. You know, as um as a a healthcare provider, I'm a registered nurse and an Ayurvedic health practitioner. I know. I see people. I've seen people in their worst states because of their lack of doing something. And so you're just saying so many um, triggers for me that I'm like, oh, my gosh, people need to hear this and they need to hear that. And I really do. We can go off on that. I do really want you to finish talking about the four critical keys to success because I want I've already asked people to pull over and stop and write it. So I won't. I'll stay focused. I I will keep the ship going forward. I'm so sorry. (laughs) No, no, that's okay. We might just have to do another show. That's all. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. Okay. So, but but let me answer your question real quick. I can do this really quick. Okay. The reason what it was, I didn't dig up why I didn't like vegetables. What I did was I reprogrammed my mind to believe that I exercise every day that I ate healthy healthy foods and I drank plenty of water. That's what I did. And once that program was in place, everything will then show up. And it did. I started, and here's a cool, here's an interesting thing. When you start, when you're eating all this junk and preserved foods, your taste buds are distorted. And once you stop, once you stop eating that crap, and I forget my language, but it basically is junk. And I ate it, so I can say it. Once you stop eating that stuff, then the real foods, nature's foods, start tasting better. And they taste good. It's just because our our taste buds have been stymied. You're right. It's they're clogged up with all the toxins from the foods that we that people ingest that are not healthy for them. And when you Exactly unleash those toxins and you start letting your palate enjoy the freshest foods possible, which is fruits and vegetables and things of that nature and you get a new sense of how they taste, it's so yummy. And then to know that you're actually 
eating such yummy stuff for your body. It tastes yummy, and then it's it's good for your body. You know, why would you want to deny yourself that? Exactly. Yeah, and here's an, an interesting point. If you're carrying extra fat, and I remember when I was lugging around 40 pounds, and that's basically like carrying um, five milk jugs, five-gallon milk jugs around. And like, If you ever go to the grocery store and if you buy milk, I don't know, some people don't drink milk, but if you ever drank milk and you carried a jug from one side of the store or another, try carrying five of those babies around <laughs> with you all day long. And that's what I did. I was, I was chugging along 40 extra pounds with me. So, But that, just a quick uh, statement, that fat, that's where toxins are stored. So when you are consuming toxins or absorbing toxins from your environment, they're stored in fat. Fat is kind of like a protector. So you want to get rid of the toxins, get rid of the fat. Love it. Oh, so back to the four critical keys. Sorry, I got off track there. Yeah, but, no, but that's so, good. People, I, I want to repeat that. Um, if you want to get rid of the toxins, which are detrimental to the health and wellness of your body, you need to get rid of the fat. And to get rid of the fat, you need to utilize the four critical keys to success, to success that Don is going to continue educating us about. So, Don, go right ahead. Okay, so we talked about uh, diet and exercise, and then I mentioned mindset's the most powerful one. And then, of course, the fourth critical key, which I didn't know about, was support. So if you have the right mindset, diet and exercise will take care of themselves. And if you have support, you can have it uh, continue on for long-term sus- uh, sustainability. So those are the four critical keys. And one, let me give you a quick analogy. Uh, the, the third point to my talk is basically how do you get 80% of your results with less than uh, 20% effort? So how do, you get more, how do you get more results with less work? I mean, everybody probably wants to know that. Yeah. And here's, yeah. Here's, here's a really cool thing. My, with my formula, my, with my system, basically, most people are probably working harder at staying healthy and fit than they really have to. Right. If they do it the right way, it can be so much easier because what you do is you put your health and fitness on autopilot. I'm basically on autopilot now. And like I mentioned, we're all on autopilot. It just depends on what coordinates you have plugged in. So why not plug in the right coordinates? If you use this system, you can do that. So anyway, if you are uh, if you focus your energy on creating the right mindset, the effort that's required to install that mindset is about 10%. But your long-term results are going to be about 60%. So you're going to get... A big bang for your buck, basically basically a huge return on your investment. You put in 10% effort, you're going to get 60% of your results. Right. Now, that's, that's, that's fabulous information. The next two critical keys are, are exercise and diet. And, and people, some people hate exercise. Some people hate eating the right foods. They love to eat junk food, whatever. I mean, it depends. Everyone's different. But I average it out to say, okay, for if you are focusing on the right exercise, it's going to take about 40% of your effort. Right. But your long-term, your long-term results is about 10%. Now, this isn't a scientific study. This is just based on, you know, the clients I work with, the people I, you know, my associates and others. Right. Right. So it's not a scientific, but this is basically what I've observed, observed own, over the years. Yeah, it's your own your own research that you've conducted yourself, and so to speak. Right. And so when you focus, and then the next one is um, uh, diet. If you focus on nutrition or diet, the effort is about 40%, but your long-term results are 10%. Now, if you're on the handout, you can, and that's Don Staley, uh, dot com forward slash handout mm-hmm. you can fill in that blank there and you see the percentages and then the fourth one is focus your energy on the support you're going to it takes about 10 percent effort to put in but you're going to get about uh, 15 to 20 percent on the return so 
if you were to focus on two of the four critical keys, you know, what two do you think would make the most sense? And obviously this is a silly question because your your biggest return for the long-term results are on the mindset and support. Right. And like I mentioned earlier, if you spend the time, uh, if you invest the time on putting in the right mindset, the diet and exercise will automatically take care of themselves. And that's what I did. I, I started doing all these things. And, you know, I shared a couple of uh, ideas with you earlier. Right. How to get the right mindset. And then diet and exercise took care of themselves. And, and in so, my case, it was initially it was the exercise part. And then once I kept going and maintaining my programming, my reprogramming, I should say, then the, the nutrition part kicked in. Right. So so the four critical keys I just want to repeat for everyone is diet, exercise, mindset and support. But the important thing to note with regards to the four of those is that you're going to get the most uh, results from your investment in mindset and support and then diet and exercise will fall into play. And I and it is interesting to note that um, because this is like some really specific top secret, not really top secret, but revealing information that Don is giving to us. Because I know that if you have the right mindset, like Don's saying, um, then you're going to want to have a good diet and you're going to want to exercise because then you're going to also want to have the support. Or if you have support, you're going to want to have these other things. It's just kind of flowing together. But the two most, I would say, critical would be you, you got to change your mindset. you got to work on that. And then the support falls into line as well. So I am. Um, yeah, I'm so grateful for you to give, give that information um, to everyone. Now, Don, let me ask you, can someone, um, I know you went over the part where you said someone can actually do less and achieve more. Can you, can you just um, talk about that a little bit or just expand upon that statement so that, that we, I make sure the listeners understand what you mean by that? Yeah, absolutely. For instance, you know, when I was back in the day, when I was working on uh, getting healthy and fit and all that stuff, I would do, uh, like, I would put, in all this effort to try to get myself to get up and get my shoes on and get out the door to go do what, you know, do the exercise of the day. Right. It became and I don't know if, journey, you know, right? if, you, if anyone can relate to that. It just, it's just like, it's almost like pulling teeth every single day. Right. So, I mean, it's like this big tennis match to get yourself to get up and go do it. So why not, like for me, for instance, now, and for many of my clients that, that implement these ideas, they get the program in, and then basically, you know, it happens automatically. It's kind of like that day on the treadmill, the example I used. You know, I wrote down, right. you know, in my, my, in my mind, you know, my subconscious mind popped up the thought, you know, why don't you go do it? You know, hey, just do 10 minutes, whatever. I mean, it's that. And, and obviously, I have to carry it out. I have to follow through on the action. But it's, it's a lot easier when you have when you're on autopilot than if you're trying to do it manually. I mean, you look, if you fly in an airline, you you know the there's a lot and, and and it's not a magic pill. I don't want to I want anyone to think that this is uh, you know a magic pill or right, you know, a, a quick fix. There's, exactly, it's not a quick fix, guys. But there's definitely it's definitely easier than doing it the old way. And trust me, I did it the old way for over 20 years, and this is a whole, a whole lot easier. And I like to do things easy. I don't know about you, but I like to do things that are easier. But sometimes you, there's effort required. It's kind of like an airplane taking off. If you've ever uh, flown on an airplane, a commercial airline. It takes a lot of energy to get that bird off the ground. Right. 
And then, Lift but the once they get it yeah. off, once it <laughs> once it leaves the runway, they pull up the landing gear, and then there's less resistance. Yep. And it climbs a little bit faster. And then once they get to a certain height, they can raise the flaps, which which also decreases resistance. And then they can go they go even higher. And then eventually they get up there. Uh, they're high enough. They actually can pull back on the throttle. And just coast. and they can cruise yep. at a cruising altitude. And they you know they have the you know autopilot you know coordinates already plugged in, and they hit the button, and boom, it's you know, it's engaged and they can walk around the cabin, Yeah. you know, and I'm sure you've seen them get out and go to the bathroom or they go and joke <laughs> around with the stewardess or whatever. Right. I mean, that's, that's an, that's an exact, almost an exact analogy of getting yourself and putting yourself on an autopilot, you know, fitness program. You, once you get it off the ground, there's so, it's so much easier. So the first 30, 60, 90 days going through this process is, you know, basically getting off the runway. Right. And then after that, it's, it's, you know, you can walk around the cabin like the pilot. So let so, me ask you, Don, because this just popped up in my head. Was this a stressful type of transition for you? Or did the mindset help with taking care of the stress and the exercise helped with that as well? Yes. Okay. Because, because I mean, people need to know this information, right? They, I don't want to, you know, misbobble or mis, misconstrue information that, you know, we're giving them some really, really beneficial information. And I don't want them to think that it's just going to be smooth as silk. Because anything right. that's worth uh, the effort that's worth it is not smooth as silk to get to. You, I mean, you have to go through some things that you might not expect and you might have challenges right. that may come up. So um, it's important for them to know that, yes, this might be a little stressful, but I did it and so can you because I'm just an ordinary person, right? That's right. And, and you know what, that's a great point you bring up, Michelle, and that is that there – uh, there's a really good chance that there's going to be some challenges along the way. I don't want to predict the future or anything, but pretty much there's, I mean, that's how we grow. That's how we learn. There's going to be challenges. And one of the things, like I mentioned earlier, wherever you are right now is, is absolutely perfect. You, if you, if you can understand that where you are right now is absolutely perfect, then you can have pretty much, I think, and I believe this, you can have anything you want. Right. So when we stop beating ourselves up and tearing ourselves down and thinking that we're not enough as we are, that's when we run into challenges. So when we can forgive ourselves and let go of that and understand that, you know, you're, you're, I like to say we're all perfectly, we're uh, perfectly imperfect. Yes, we are. We have, we have, we're, we're perfect, but yet we, there's a lot of room for growth. Always. And so one of the things I, when I mentioned earlier is we're all in this comfort zone. So if you make a decision to step outside of that comfort zone, there's going to be challenges. For one, your brain's going to kick in, and it's going to tell you to get back to safety because the number one, uh, the number one job of the brain is, number one, keep you alive, and the second thing is to keep you safe or in a feeling of comfort, homeostasis. Right. So whenever you cross that line and you start working out when you, never, when you, didn't, you, when you, hadn't, you, when you haven't exercised in the past, when that's not normally what you do, that's stepping out of your comfort zone. And so you're going to feel these feelings. It's actually uh, chemicals that are going through your body trying to get you back to safety. 
And so a, a really cool thing, and one of the things that really helped me is having an understanding that this happens, and it happens at such a subtle level that most people aren't even aware that it's going on. And it's, and a, one it's of the, a normal thing, you guys. It, it's normal. It's it's not it like is. some abnormal, you know, you have some rare abnormal condition. It's normal to to have or go through what Don is saying. This is a part of human nature. It's part of our survival mechanism back in the day. But what when you understand this and be, and you have to be paying attention because it's not it's not obvious that otherwise people would have figured this out already see that's how right. it took me 20 years to finally figure this out because i was really really looking and so once you understand that okay when you take a step across the line and this is a true and it's applicable in any area of your life whether it's your finances whether it's your relationships whether it's your education whatever it is you're in a comfort zone exactly we all are even me even now i'm in a comfort zone but when, so, and I'm trying to step over them all the time. But when right. you, when you do step over these comfort zones, you know, you start eating healthy food, you start exercising every day. There, there's going to be repercussions, and the repercussions are your brain's going to say, "Hey, get back to safety." And once you understand what is happening, because it'll come in different forms, it'll be like you hurt your foot, your knee aches, you know, somebody <laughs> calls you up. It'll be all these things that you think have exactly. absolutely nothing to do with why you should be doing what exactly. you want to do. Exactly. Repeat that again, Don. Cause it's that's, crazy. It'll it's, it'll come in all kinds of different forms. You, yeah. you won't you won't you'll you'll have to say what. Yes. And is that really happening or is that my, you know, my my brain trying to get me back to homeostasis? Right. And there were times early on in my my early program, you know, uh, my minimum now is 30 minutes a day. But early on, you know, when I was first starting off, uh, I would go and I actually got sick and I, I, I understood that, okay, is this really me getting sick or is this just my brain, my brain's way of trying to keep me in the homeostasis right. where I'm not exercising? And, I just, and so okay. I I I I, I walk through it, yeah. It's, and that's the step. It's what that's the trick is take one more step. Right, it's what you have to do. And and for those of you, you guys that may not know what homeostasis means, I just want to say that means balance. It's it's bringing your body back into balance, um, physiologically and and biologically. So um, just think of homeostasis as balance. So go on, Don, because I think well. You know what? Let me let me. I want to ask um, you, what are the three most frequently asked questions you get with regards to, you know, your this this what we're talking about: exercise, diet, mindset, support. What are the three most frequently asked questions um, someone might ask you? So one of the questions I get a lot of times um, is, you know. You know, what if I'm too busy or I don't have the time to exercise or whatever? And really, if if someone has that, I mean, we all have, you know, 84,600 seconds every single day. I mean, we all get the same amount of time. It's the it's it's what you value, what you place value on is what you're gonna uh, you're gonna you're gonna participate in. I mean, there's an old saying: you can tell what people value by checking out what their checkbook is. Exactly. Um, and so if you uh, if you value health and exercise, then you're gonna make the time. To, to do it. I mean, like you mentioned earlier, 10 minutes. I mean, someone, anybody could do 10 minutes. Right. Um, obviously, it, it, you don't have to do an hour. As a matter of fact, people who are exercising for an hour or more are building up uh, uh, acidity in their bodies, and that's not, depending on and, what they're doing. And that's not, and not good not, either. That's, 
Exactly. But that's so, a whole other, that's a, we're going to bring you back to talk about that because that's, that is, that's also some very important information. And I know people have been out there and seen people that go to the gym regularly and they, they're there for an hour and a half to two hours and they don't even look like they work out, you know. Exactly. So, there's so much, there's so much misinformation. And if you walked around, chances are you're watching people doing things incorrectly probably exactly. 90, 90% of the time. I, I so. It's 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 amazing, and this and it's and that's one of the challenges I had initially was trying to filter through all the, uh, <laughs> I don't want to use that word again, but trying to filter through all the stuff that is erroneous. There's so many myths. There's so right. many misinformation out oh, there about you know health and fitness. It's, it, you it's, have to you know. It's incredible the misinformation yeah. that's out there. Okay, so and, I'm and, sorry. Okay, so 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 really, if if someone is given the excuse that I don't have enough time, what they're doing is really. They're rationalizing their way out of, you know, their success or they're rationalizing their way out of their, you know, their health and fitness. And if you take the word rationalize, you can really break it down into rational lies. Right. <laughs> right. It's really a rational lie. Exactly. They're trying to rational lie their way out of success. So we have to kind of be careful. And that's one, one thing that will pop up when you're stepping over your comfort zone. They, uh, sometimes these excuses will pop up. And you have to realize we have about 80,000 thoughts a day. You know, there's estimates, you know, 70 to 80 to 90 thoughts a day. And usually about 85% of them are negative thoughts. So you have to kind of be aware. I have something I, I call mental martial arts. And that's how to handle a negative thought and turn it into a positive thought so yes. it enables you. Yes. But anyway, so if someone, if a thought pops up, you know, I don't have enough time or blah, 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 I'm too busy. Yeah, okay, that's, you know, basically that's an excuse. You're, it's a ra you're rationalizing your way out of your success. It's a rational lie. So right. kind of keep an eye on the thoughts that pop in your head because you are not your thoughts, and you don't have to entertain these thoughts. When a thought pops in your head, you, you can, can say, okay, is this thought going to serve me? Exactly. Yes, you're right. I, I agree. Or or is it going to take me, you know, is it going to take me closer to my goal? Is it going to serve me? Or is it going to take me away from my goal? And believe me, if it's not taking you closer to your goal, Guess what? It's a it's lie. Taking you, it's it, taking you away from your goal. Right. Yeah, it's, so. it's, the, it's the lie part of the rational lies. <laughs> I mean, that's the truth. And, and, and that's, a real, that's something very uh, important that I hope people listen to when, what you just said with regards to that. If you utilize it, how is it going to serve me? How is this thought going to serve me with my purpose, with my goals? You got your answer right there. Because it should always be positive because your whole physical being, spiritual soul wants nothing but the best for you. So if it's not sitting right with you, then it's not something you should do. But if it's sitting right with you and it's going to help you achieve your goals and you've got that positive feeling, go with it. And, and that's that's one, uh, one thing it takes a while to get uh, practice at. You know, is it based on fear or is it, you know, is it based on, uh, you know, is it a feeling of, uh, is it really fear or, you know, is your gut saying, you know, go for it, whatever. So, I mean, yeah, that's something you have to kind of uh, in, tune into. Yes. So, and the other question, I know you, you said, what's, you know, a couple questions. Right. Sometimes I get the question of, you know, the, the old say, the old saying that, you know, you, you can't train a, you can't teach a, uh, an old dog new tricks. <laughs> and, and what I say to that, that's another myth. You can. 
um, if, if, if the dog wants to learn a trick, he's going to learn a trick. And it's just like humans. I mean, what we learned about brain, the brain in the last several years is amazing. The brain is just so powerful. But what we know now, uh, and we've known this for a few years, is that there's something called neuroplasticity or brain plasticity. And what that means is, is that the brain can change. It can, it can. Uh, it's not. We're not hardwired necessarily right. uh, to do it's certain things. Set, it's you, not set you in can, stone. You can exactly. Change. You can change. If no matter if you've been doing something for forty or fifty years, you can still change that and, behavior. And I want to just give this example of how pliable the brain is, because this is something that was really beautiful uh, that was just recently shown. Um, Gabby Giffords the congressperson that was shot in the head and had major brain surgery was able to do things that she should not be able to do with the extent of her injuries. And one of the most beautiful things was that she should not be speaking. She should not have any physical mobility. She should pretty, she should be, according to textbook, medical textbook, she should be really incapacitated. However, she was able to say the national anthem because the brain is pliable and it can do things that are absolutely miraculous. And if you if you allow that to happen and be in that, that zone, that mindset, that, that infamous word mindset, then amazing things can happen. And so I just want to give that visualization for everyone because... Um, that was so real and so positive, and it's exactly what Don is talking about. Yeah, there's a lot of examples out there, and, and really, what it means. What does it mean for you? It means if you've been doing something for a long time, you can change it if you really want to change it. Now, someone that's been doing something for 20 years, it might be harder to change that behavior than if someone's only been doing it for 10 years. I mean, there's still things in play. But if you really want it and you commit to it, you can change that behavior. You can you can start exercising frequently or regularly or consistency. You can start eating nutritious foods. You can be healthier just because you've done it away. I mean, you know, my dad smoked uh, probably a pack and a half, two packs a day for I don't know how many years, and one right. day he threw them away. My mom and did he the didn't same have, thing. He yeah. didn't take any pills. He didn't have any patches on his arm. He didn't just read stopped. any books. He right. just did it. Yep. And, it and basically – and and anybody can do that if you really, really, really want it. He just got teed off at him, and he said, screw I'm not doing this anymore, and he threw him away, and he never smoked. And then he started complaining about smokers for the next 20, 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> but for, for for a lot of people, they might need a, a book, they might need a coach, or they might need some somebody there to help along the way. And that's what, that, you know, I mean, that's what we do, right? We help people get right. there that, right. you know, aren't necessarily ready or willing to just throw it away right at the, right at the, uh, the flash of a hat or whatever. Yeah, that's true. It, um, there, you know, there's nothing wrong with having support to help you achieve the successes that you want to achieve in life. And because I'm such an advocate for health and wellness and individuals taking the initiative and responsibility and basically command and control for your health and wellness, I love giving this type of information because I believe it is really empowering to everyone. It speaks to all different kinds of people, all different races, all different classes, all different economic uh, economical situations or status Everyone can benefit from this information, and it's only going to help them to be better, feel better, and, and possibly do the best that they can beyond what they're doing now, which they might be thinking is the best that they can. So it, 
it's just fabulous to have someone like you, Don, come on the show and just give so much information about, um, you know, the mindset and, and the support and, and how people and, and just mention every everyday things or every uh, very common challenges that people might face because you've been there, you've done that, you've known, you can speak from authority and I, I, it's just great. So is there any, any last, yeah, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, we're just getting started, girl. <laughs> I know, that's why I'm going to have to have you back. I, uh, I want to know, well, um, what I really do want to know is, because the show, I always like to give some information with regards to stress. Our society is so bombarded with stress, and one of the critical key aspects of being healthy and well, mind, body, and spirit is to, you know, have as little stress in your life as possible. And because we're mm-hmm. talking about, um, you know, really fit body, fit mind, fit body, which goes along with stress, can you tell me, do you find that your consistency with your exercise program or just when you first started off, did you feel that it helped you with reducing or getting rid of stress? Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, you talked about endorphins earlier. I mean, when you exercise, there's I had a doctor compile about 50 articles for me on the benefits of exercise. And there's pretty much, um, I, I, I just, I don't, I don't want to say everything, but pretty much almost any ailment or disease that's out there, exercise benefit. Is a, there's a, if you do exercise, it benefits in some way. It relieves whatever it is uh, in, in each particular, you know, whether it's, you know, diabetes or stroke or heart, whatever it is, whatever the ailment is, exercise, if you exercise on a regular basis, it's, there's a benefit. It relieves the symptoms or whatever it does. There's, there's some benefit of doing exercise for all those things. And there's, like I say, I had a doctor who put together 50 articles for me. And, I mean, it was amazing. And that's just, there's, there's, there's hundreds of benefits of exercise. Oh, there is. So, there is. And here's, here's you're, you're talking about stress, Rochelle, and here's a really critical point I want to make, and that is a lot of times, you know, stress is basically internal. It's not what happens to us. It's basically how we respond or react to what is happening to us. Exactly. And a, a lot of times people are exercising, for instance, one of the, the – um, myth out there is cardio. People get on a treadmill and they'll run for an hour, and that's great, but really that doesn't condition you to experience how we experience stress on a daily basis, and that is when we're going along, we have a stress, our heart kicks up, uh, kicks up a few notches. But, you know, if we're training and we're just we get up to a certain level and we, we, we're consistent all the way across it, no, we don't vary the speeds, there's really the heart just gets up to a level and it, it, it's consistent all the way across, and there's no real... Uh, training for it but if we do something like burst training or interval training where you're taking your heart up and down up and down up and down then your heart's used to your heart's used to encountering stress and it strengthens the stress so you know i mean it understands how to handle it so yeah that's that's good uh, but you know like i was saying earlier a, a minute ago is that stress is internal and so we basically are saying okay this is a stressful situation I mean, it doesn't matter what it could be. I mean, rose petals could be flying out of the sky, landing on our, on our yard <laughs> and our, on our feet, and we could think that's stressful. I mean, someone might think that's stressful. True. Someone Very might be true. saying, oh, this is beautiful. 
it's all it's all depends on interpretation. So when yeah. you're exercising on a regular basis, you're able to your your heart, you know, everything's going to be able to receive it. You know, even if you do experience the stress, you're going to be able to handle it better. Oh, that's that's great information. I think that with that, um, I'm going to just go into closing for the sh- the show for today and. Before we go, first of all, I want to thank you so much, Don, for being a guest on the show. The information is priceless. Um, It's something that everyone can benefit from. And I just want to let people know a little bit more about you, and then you can tell them how they can get in contact with you. Um, Don is a best-selling author and a professional speaker, coach, and mentor. And as he mentioned as we conversated today, that he has written five books and um, has a number one best-selling book, the book he discussed, Fit Mind, Fit Body, um, on Amazon. So that's, that is something that if you want to learn more about what he was talking about, you can go to Amazon and pick up that book. Also, Don is going to tell us how uh, you can get in contact with him um, to learn more about what he has to offer for you. So do you, can you can you just let them know quickly how they can get in contact with you Don so they can yeah get get in contact with you and get your goodies <laughs> Absolutely and as a matter of fact Rochelle if you don't mind I'd love to give your listeners a free gift oh, if that's go, okay Oh yes, I'm sure they would love that And at the same time they can get a hold of me that way as well and just go to my website donsdaily.com forward slash gifts and I'm going to spell it so you can uh, write it down or whatever and it's, you know, triple W and donstaley.com forward slash gifts. And it's D-O-N-S-T-A-L-E-Y.com and then the forward slash mark and then the word gifts, G-I-F-T-S. You can find out more about Rochelle on her website, Rochelle Lawson, R-O-C-H-E-L-E Lawson, L-A-W-S-O-N, or at healthhealingwellness.com. Or just click on her websites from the webtalkradio.net page right in front of you. And of course, you'll want to come right back here next week for another episode of Blissful Living. Thanks for joining us.